From across the galaxy, friends unite in one common goal, to defeat the evil empire. Together, they stand strong. Welcome to WE Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. Episode 11. The evil plans are underway. Sitting behind his desk, the evil master sucked on a raw onion. He loved the way the juice made his breath smell in the morning. On one paw, his long curled nails drummed away on the desk, wondering why Kichiswav had been silent. Lifting his phone, he called for Commander Tonks. Commander Tonks, see me immediately in my office. Commander Tonks ran through the ship to the master's office. Her tail dragged behind her, so she picked it up to make her run faster. Down three flights of stairs she went, opening the security door, then was confronted by the master's guards. Towering over her, they had let her past. Only after, they had checked her for weapons. There had been attempts on the master's life many times, so he had increased precautions. Commander Tonks gathered her breath and went into the office. As she walked in, she let her tail go and made sure her arms were by her side. Out of her one working eye, she scanned for the master. He was in his chair, but hadn't turned to face her. Commander Tonks, so glad for you to join me. You must be one of the fastest rats on the ship. Am I correct? Always, my master. Always. Tonks replied. I have not received word from Kichiswav down in the world. He may have been captured. I wouldn't put him past him in his incompetent ways. The shuttle ships have been sent, but I need someone with the strength of character to make sure the moles stay on schedule, if you get my drift. Tonks smirked. Yes, my master. My heart and fist is always hard as stone. The moles will feel my wrath if they are to fall behind. Many, if not all, are expendable once the task is done. There are plenty of planets we can source labour from. Now we have the key to the galaxy. I like your tone, Tonks. Take one of the Herald ships, the TBH-67. It is fully fueled and has plenty of weapons on board. I expect an update after a day. Now go. Failure is not an option. Tonks bowed. On my honour, I will succeed, my master. As Commander Tonks turned, she could not hide her glee at the thought of leading a mission over Kichiswav. Her head raised higher at the thought Kichiswav might have been captured, and she may never see him again. By the time she boarded the Herald ship, she had her plan set. The moles and the world would see no mercy. Colin swam out of his fishbowl and checked W.E. was still asleep. W.E. was exhausted as he had spent the day fixing the scratch marks on the side of his house. Colin watched from the safety of his castle as W.E. filled in then painted over the gouged out wood 
On one of his screens, a message came back, then another on the screen below. One was from KB Kiwi. Colin clapped his fins with delight when he read it. Pleased to meet you, Warwick. It would be splendid to meet up at the park. I am very busy for the next day or two, but maybe after that we can have lunch. Let me message you once my important task is completed. Hope your fishy friend can come too. Best wishes, KB Kiwi. That should make WE's day, Colin thought, especially after all the mess Kicheswav left for him to clean up. He filed the message, then got on to the next one. It was from Bruno. This wasn't so pleasant. Reading it made Colin discouraged. Agent 569, I have some chilling news. The evil empire has captured our wormhole key to the galaxy. The good news is, they haven't realised it has a locator beacon on it. From my calculations, it is on a ship in close vicinity of the world. The secret agent, who is copied, will have to work with you to try and get on board. I have an empty ship sent from Sector 5, I will send it now. Hopefully you can guide it to you. Give me some time to arrange the coordinates. Talk soon, Bruno. Colin hoped the secret agent would read the message soon, then contact him with a plan. Colin had some of the best technological programs and mind in the galaxy, but one thing he didn't have, mobility. He would need the secret agent to come and get him. The secret agent read the message from Bruno, then started replying. But before she could push send, a thunderclap rang out nearly deafening her. She fell to the ground holding her ears and closed her eyes. The ringing lasted a few seconds, but even shaking her head wouldn't make the pain go away. With a deep breath, she opened her eyes and looked up. The night sky was littered with glowing stars. One was red, then faded to white. It must have come through the atmosphere. With her tablet, she set the camera and took a photo of the star. As fast as her wings could type, she enhanced the photo and brightened it. Her heart stopped when she saw what it was. She had never seen the ship before close by, only in her training and in Bruno's reports. It was a Herald ship, and if she wasn't mistaken, a TBH-67, the most brutally weaponized single fighter ship the evil empire had. The way it flew, bobbing up and down trying to stay mobile, meant the missiles and guns were fully loaded. The secret agent now knew she would have to gather friends in the world to help in the mission to defeat the evil empire. She couldn't do it alone. Sweat ran into the eye of Melvin Mole. It stung, but both of his paws were fixed to a jackhammer as it pounded the rock in front of him. The team were making good progress down into the ground, but it was tiring. The waste dirt and rock was thrown on a conveyor belt which was dumped into a vast clear lake. The water of the lake rose and flowed down a river into the ocean. This was very subtle, 
so no one might notice the deep cavern they were digging. On top of the hole stood the piling team. High temperature pipes were gradually put together, ready to descend into the hole. Melvin recognised the pipes as they had yellow stripes on the side. These had been used on the previous planet. Once in the centre of the planet, the heat would be extracted, feeling geridium rods to power the evil Empire's ships. Once completed, the planet's core would implode and die. This was catastrophic. It gave his team only an hour to get the pipes out and back onto the shuttle ships. The ships with the geridium rods hadn't arrived yet, so they knew there was some time. Once that ship arrived, the evil empire wanted to be as quick as possible. Darkness still fell over the world, and as Melvin went deeper, it didn't matter whether it was night or day, as he was made to dig in the darkness. This is why the evil empire had captured so many moles. He just wished all the moles could be released home, but they needed some friends to help. Just a short distance away, W.E. was in his red-roofed house, ready to watch a movie with Colin. He put his phone down on his coffee table, but noticed he had a new message he hadn't read. Maybe I'll read it later, he thought, but it could be important, so he scrolled away. Colin noticed W.E.'s head cocked to one side, confused. Then the penny dropped. He must be reading the message by K.B. Kiwi. W.E. looked around like he was being pranked, but there was no one in the room except for Colin, and of course, the chameleon drone. He was about to reply when his phone rang. It was Cameron. Cameron was all in a flutter, and W.E. struggled to make sense of what he was saying. W.E., W.E., you, you have to come over right, right away. Uh, the tablet and the devices, yes, yes uh, Gerald's got into one. Slowly, Cameron, you sound all excited. Did you find the owner? W.E. asked as he sat back in the couch. I, I think we did, but it doesn't make sense. You know, you better come over here. I don't want to show anyone else. This is amazing. There's planets and agents and spaceships and something called a wormhole key. Hurry, stop what you're doing and come over. I need your help. W.E. sat up. I'm on my way. Leaping out of the sofa, W.E. ran to the door. Quickly turning, he yelled out to Colin. I have great mysteries to solve, on my phone and at Cameron's. The evil master smiled as he ate his dinner of worms and beetroot. A report from Commander Tonks beamed through which made his grin widen from ear to ear. He sent a voice reply, not bothering with typing to her. Your work is excelling above all expectations. Don't worry about the porridge supplies, as these workers won't be coming with us, no matter how fast they are. My underlings have found another galaxy to plunder. This one they call the Milky Way. There is a planet that is fertile and warm. That can be our next target. Over and out.
So what did Cameron find on the tablet? Will Commander Tonks rule over the moles and cause a catastrophic failure in the world's core? Where is KB Kiwi? And will she meet up with WE? Is Kicheswav destined to be peeling potatoes forever? Or can you get past Big Wide William Moose? And will the evil master you the wormhole key to go and destroy a planet in the Milky Way? Stay tuned and watch out for series two and WE Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. And don't forget to become part of our team by liking and subscribing.